This week on the PPLP, we talk about martyr-like bodybuilding Instagrammers and is functional training making a comeback? Three, two, one. Is Laura there, Dan? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dammy. And me, Tom Hall. Uh, yeah, we're giggling to ourselves because Dan completely messed up my joke and thought I was being serious just before there. <laughs> it wasn't a joke, it was horrific. <laughs> just horrific. Way over his head. Oh, it was only because we were previously joined by uh, Little Isabel, who uh, didn't want to see me, obviously. She did not want to see you, did she? just wanted to see Vicky, mate. Literally, not interested in you. Yeah, straight on, the, straight on Skype. Where's Vicky? All right, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. so for those of you that don't know, hey, Tom came to visit me at the weekend, um, and Isabel absolutely loved Tom's girlfriend, Vicky, and no, she didn't mind Tom, but really, really took a shine to Vicky, so yeah, um, I mean, asking. It's up for debate whether I just, yeah, just put her over there. Just fine. don't come next just, time, mate. Just, just don't bother coming. I'll just send Vicky, and yeah, then uh, I will live in London by myself. Oh, absolutely fine. Um, well, I'd say. I think, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably the future of our relationship. So it's absolutely fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, mate, it was good. Went down to Bath on the weekend. Lovely little place. All the all the better for having Dan there. Obviously, it was very chilled, and we uh, enjoyed some steak. Um, I managed we, to finish a sixteen-ounce steak, believe it or not. You did I saw it like in front of me? He very was, uh, and I quote off the back of that. Just we ate steak, right? And then uh, we had we had a fair bit to eat. And then the morning after, Dan was like, I feel like I'm hangover. The lad that was drinking Diet Cokes, all right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all drinking wine. Oh, I feel I weird. Feel I, feel, I feel hungover. This is weird. I was like, Dan, uh, no, no, you're not. You just had a lot of salt. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you had desert mouth, mate. We had desert mouth, sand I mouth, whatever you want to like, call it. I that. even felt weird. Like, it didn't even feel right. Too it, much protein. It was, it was too, many, too many gains in one night. Yeah, you had a porterhouse. I had a 16 ounce T bone. And we, uh, the sad acts that we are, we did look up the difference because we didn't have a clue. We ju- we ordered it based off it was the most expensive thing on the menu and it was the biggest thing on the menu. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, basically. Um, but basically, they're pretty similar. That's what we kind of learned, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. We were like, actually, there's not a huge amount of difference. And I bet there'll be people going, you, you absolute philistines, why do you not like it? I don't know. They are pretty much the same. Like, you will be like, oh, there's a technical difference, but they're pretty much right, the same. They're the same thing. They've both got a bit um, in the middle. But um, yeah, wonderful. Nice little weekend. Bath is a nice place. Um, but one thing we've got to go is Game of Thrones. Did you watch it, Dan? Yeah, Jon Snow was quality, wasn't he? Yeah, Jon Snow's so good. So yeah, I actually watched Game of Thrones. Dan has no idea what's going on. Um... It was the best. It was the best episode ever, though. <laughs> I've ever seen. I've ever seen I'm a gonna, Game of Thrones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this right here. It was not the best episode ever. Um, no, it was. Facebook told me it was. Everyone no, on Facebook tells not. me it is. There was definitely at least two that rank above it, and that uh. is uh, Battle of the Bastards, which is, which was a better battle, by the way, and uh, Red Wedding. So yeah, mm. those two rank above. That one. Come at me, and I'm sure I'll get people coming at me for that. I disagree, mate. Disagree? Um, No? Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That was one of the things I was excited for this week, and leaving you, obviously. And uh, the gift of Frosted Flakes Lucky Charms, which I just told you about uh, before the show. I'm so jealous. You are 100% jealous. Dan is jealous by the person who bought that. Yeah, Yeah, they are. Like, they are without doubt one of the cereals that I've craved the longest like that I really want to try from America 
So yeah, because uh, the other thing about American cereals is over here, like you get cereal, and it's no. They must have recently, obviously, with the sugar tax and stuff, they've obviously put, um, they've obviously put something to cereal companies to say, look, you can't have that much sugar in because. Cereals aren't as sweet as they used to be. Frosties are nowhere near as sweet as they used to be. Like, remember over here, we used to have Frosties with chocolate on, like yeah. actual, like double layered. And now you just have chocolate flakes. It's not, it's not chocolate Frosties and stuff, right? But in America, they don't have the same rules. Like, so these, you can have frosted flakes with freeze dried marshmallows. I imagine how sweet that is going to be. It's amazing. But they're so allowed to do these sorts of things over there. Um, like, they still have chocolate Frosties, I think, over there. And, and like, I just, I'm, I'm so jealous that they have such unhealthy cereal. Good. Want it. I'm want gonna. It. I'm, I might eat them just in front of you. Just put you on Skype uh, and just no, have no. it during the recording at some point. I did debate I that this evening, but um, yeah, because I haven't opened yet. But I'm gonna enjoy them. That's the point. Yeah, but mate, it's fine because uh, I'm dieting now, and so I'm just eating boring, bland food all the time. Are and you? I'm gonna be exhausted and hungry, and I'm not gonna ever go out or do anything. So <laughs> it's fine. Because nobody sees the early mornings, mate. No, no so, one sees the hard work behind uh, the closed doors, mate. I don't so. see any friends. I don't have any <laughs> cake. I don't do anything. So I think we're just going to go straight into this. We got basically on my notes, <laughs> I've written moron posting, um, <laughs> right. pretty much. And then we'll talk a bit about functional training and some marathon advice at the end. But yeah, let's let's go in on this. I'm just going to should I read it? I'll set the scene. Um, yeah, set the scene, mate. Try and describe the picture a little I'll bit. Describe as well. the picture. Oh yeah. Um, so first of all, we got the picture. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he's pretty juiced up. Um, not looking too fantastic in either, either shape, either side of the transformation, if I'm going to be honest. A mm. um, little bit saggy, G-stop, up, yeah. Um, holding a pink dumbbell to a bigger dumbbell, so obviously you make gains. Um, don't know what he's doing with it, though. It could be anything. Um, but then, yeah, everyone... This is this is the captions uh, that, that is with the, with the photo. Um, everyone sees the progress. Not everyone see the early mornings. Good. Um, bland yeah. meals, pain, sweat, reclusiveness, extensive cardio, exhaustion, hunger, avoidance of social gatherings, no birthday cake or Thanksgiving dinner. Wonderful. Um, don't do this any. Don't do this for anyone else, but you're for yourself. Wonderful. You have the opportunity to have complete residency of your body, to have purpose, discipline, and to inspire and educate others. Too many, too many ands in that one. Um, don't fear hard work. It's not going to kill you. It will transform you. Do what you fear. Hashtag Transformation Tuesday. Hashtag Transformation. Hashtag FitzPro. Hashtag Gym Life. Hashtag Fitness Conversation. Hashtag Motivation. Hashtag Cuddles with Babes. No, I'm joking. That's, that's not the last one. That was Josh. Um, that's fine. <laughs> what like? What a fucking, what a fucking dickhead! Like, um, yeah, I mate. Couldn't, I couldn't believe when I got tagged. I read it. And I was just like, it's the standard fitness industry like oh what about look at me like oh i eat chicken and broccoli all the time like <laughs> you're not a fucking hero mate like again like mike talks about this all the time he makes the common reference it's just like you've not fucking fought a war like people have fought in wars mate like they're the ones that have struggled like you you're making it sound like it's some sort of epic battle like it is a fucking game of thrones do you know like go like go fuck yourself mate you've eaten some chicken and some broccoli and some rice and you've been on the treadmill and you've done some cardio and lifted some weights but not only that He's making it sound, I wouldn't want to fucking do that. He's making it sound like the hardest thing ever, and, and it just doesn't have to be like that. No. And it's just, like, the guy's got 300-odd thousand followers on Instagram. I mean, they're all idiots, for a start, following him. <laughs> um, but, like, I just don't get the angle. It's like, I'm better than you because I make it hard for myself. No, you're an idiot. You're not smart enough to know there's an alternative way. 
and that is that you can actually have a bit of cake and you can actually go to social gatherings. Like it, it's that kind of mindset, or that kind of like content put out by these people that puts other people off fitness, and they think it needs to be extreme, and they think it needs to be that way, and it it's it's frightening because that kind of person probably coaches people and probably puts you know they get disordered eating and eating disorders and they just end up hating training and life and it's like some of the comments are just laughable like that which does not kill you makes you stronger crush kill destroy well no mate actually you get hit by a bus you don't die but you get paralyzed you're not stronger are you you're not no. you're not be stronger you're not mentally stronger because you have to deal with you know the tragedy of having it all happen to you but you're not physically stronger like you can you won't be able to do any legs for example would you in the gym like ridiculous and the whole like my, that whole mindset is just ridiculous there's another one um was like oh um no one understood it last time i did it or something like that and it was just like how much they hated it i was like <laughs> they were like oh i hated it the first time and like all my friends and family no one understood it but I want to do even better results this time around. I'm like, oh my God, like no physique is worth losing like family or relationships over. Like just doing it that way, especially when you don't need to do it that way. <laughs> yeah. All I wrote next to it is doing it wrong. Um... Yeah. And, and the other thing about the transformation picture is it's not even that great results. It's not even like genuinely, it's not even like he's on stage shredded to the bone and ripped. He's probably lost maybe eight kilos and he's got like the rough outline of some abs and his obliques popping out a little bit he's had a shave so he looks a little bit leaner but <laughs> like it's not even drastic it's like a mini cut for most people the, the results it does look cut. like a mini cut yeah but i think we just it's just the part i don't care about like the picture like fair play if that's, that's if that's a good result then there's a good result for him but it's just like yeah if you're writing all of that I hope that he's not looking for clients because I'm going to guess that a lot of people will be like, screw that. I'm yeah, it's that whole like survival of the fittest thing, isn't it? It's the whole like, oh, only the strongest survive. No, mate, you're just it's, an idiot with no brain cells. You just don't know there's a better way of doing it. Yeah, it's just making something that they clearly think is, inc- well, they think it's clearly hard, just seem absolutely unattainable to any <laughs> any kind of general population or anybody. Like, it's just... Avoidance, I, th- I mean, avoidance of social gatherings is like something we do on a regular basis anyway, so that, that's not hard work. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't have any friends, so just <laughs> yeah, don't, so easy. don't have friends, and you're fine. Um, no birthday cake, obviously, because you didn't go, yeah, you have no friends, so the, the yeah, exactly, you've got no one to invite, no, <laughs> or Thanksgiving dinner. So, yeah, that's bland meals. I mean, that goes just, yeah. I mean, bland meals just goes on your cooking ability, doesn't it? Well, yeah, just throw some barbecue sauce on there, mate. Yeah. Like, even if you're having chicken, just throw a bit of barbecue sauce on there. That'd be fine. Some sweet chilli. There's loads of stuff. There's, why there's does food mats. have to be bland? Like, why does it have to be bland for it to work? Like, why does fat loss only work if you eat bland food? Why? Why does that make a difference? <laughs> doesn't like, I, don't get, I don't understand, like... So, we, we know, like, everyone see the early mornings. Cool. You don't have to get up um, early, mate. You can train late at night. Train yeah, late at night. Makes zero difference. If that's the only time you've got to fit it in like then fair, yeah 100 yeah, it's like those people who like oh yeah get up at half four in the morning i, I go to bed at seven but i get up at half four that's the uh the ones it's like the uh <laughs> some of these there's the the olympic swimmers and rowers always get me i know it's their job to like row and swim and stuff okay they get paid to do that and uh they're always out super early and I never get why. I never got why they had to be <laughs> there really yeah. early. I was like, why? Because, well, like, yeah, that bit of the river's chocker at 
at like <laughs> eight thirty. You've got to be out there at six. It's like no, it's, it's def- it, I don't think there's loads of canal boats just jumping up and down anymore. But yeah, very strange. I've never got that um, exhaustion. You might get exhausted. Extensive cardio. Not cardio necessary. at all. Doesn't not necessary if you don't need to. Um, <laughs> hunger. Yep. Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> but yeah, and don't do it for anyone else but yourself. Yeah, yeah, fine. It's just, just yeah. It's it's too philosophical for its own good, right? It's just like I don't, yeah, I don't understand it, mate. It's. I, I just, I just don't like you say. Like, I know, he, I know what he's trying to, how he's trying to portray himself. He's trying to make out that he's some sort of fucking hero, and he's not. And he's not a hero. He's a dickhead, and he clearly has no brain cells. He clearly doesn't understand anything about science or physiology. He has no idea. How to get in shape? Like he probably doesn't even realise he could have the same number of calories he's been having and have a bit of cake and still have got those results. Like he has no clue. And yeah. the thing that I don't understand about these sorts of people is how that they can say people who get results using flexible dieting. Like how do they explain that? You know, like I can look at someone who does just chicken, broccoli, and rice, and eats clean, and I can explain how they got in shape. You cut down your calories, mate. You did that. You did that. You know, whatever. You didn't eat any cake. Brilliant. But how do they explain it when someone gets in shape using flexible dieting, when they eat cake and they stick to their calories and they get in shape? What do they, what, oh, they lied about eating cake? Well, no, they didn't. They post it all over Instagram. Oh, God. Like, I don't understand how they can, <laughs> I don't understand how they can, what, that, how they don't just sit there and hang on a minute, there's something in this. Like, because people get in shape doing it all the time. I, that, and that's what baffles me about it all, is like, they don't sit back and just go, hang on a minute, like... How did he get? How did he get in shape? Then, if he ate cake, because to them, they think eating one bit of cake ruins their whole progress and ruins their whole body. And then I think they go with the whole argument of, oh, he's not even. He won't be healthy though. He won't be healthy. He won't like, be healthy. Yeah, it's the whole. Yeah, he's that, not, then, not getting his vitamins and minerals. Mate, you're having bland food. Yeah, like, you eat the same food every day. Mate. <laughs> you're not getting your vitamins and minerals like, either. The, the one thing that we always say about is variety. Like, generally speaking, good variety of food is going to be better for you. <laughs> but the the only way thing kind of dips into every walk of life isn't it like oh. it being that close-minded ends up being in every culture um but it's definitely creating that culture that somebody is following so it's almost very religious that kind of culture culty i would say not religious. it is it, it is and i think when you surround yourself with people like that we, i talked about this with mike after the, he he saw the shows at the weekend and stuff is that I think when the reason that it's rife in that kind of world where it's all like, you know, getting on stage or being ripped or drugs and that sort of stuff is like you surround yourself with these sorts of people who want to be hardcore. So hardcore is not having cake. Hardcore is like <laughs> not having those sorts of stuff. So you get when you get in that environment and you're surrounded by and these people become your friends and all that sort of stuff, you might start off with a flexible diet and approach. You might start off with a with a knowledge of its calories and all that sort of stuff. But because you're so ingrained in it and you surround yourself with these people all the time, you realize you just get you just do what they do because you think, Oh well they know what they're doing, they're bigger than me or they're leaner than me and I'll just do without going back and taking a step back and thinking rationally and going, Hang on a minute. I was doing it before and I was fine. But because you're surrounded by him, and again, it's something like that. It's it's frightening that some people will listen to him and and will t- well, they'll think that they'll think they have to grind harder or they think they have to you know all that sort of shit. And why is your cardio getting up at half four to do cardio any different than doing it at half four in the afternoon? It's not. It's no fucking different. It's, it's fast, no dif- fasted, mate. Fasted. It's great. Um, and I just uh, yeah, and I, I think sometimes I think it's a real problem is that you do get like, these echo chambers where, like I said, I'm sat here going, yeah, you can get in shape that way. 
by all means, go and do it if you want to do it that way. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying it's just not what most people would probably it's, want to do. It's, it's just making it a hell of a lot harder than it could have been. Yeah. And, and it's that whole thing of like, I'm not sat here going, you're wrong, mate. I'm going, I'm here saying you don't have to do it that, that you don't have to do it that way. You can do it another way. There's more than one way to do it. Whereas they go, there's only one way to do it. And it's their way or no way. And it's just, I, that's what I mean. I don't get how they can explain it. How do they explain people getting shaped while eating cake? How do they do it? And, and socialising. Oh, fucking hell, get a knife, yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, oh. Can't let's possibly... To, let's all go to a party and take our own chicken. <laughs> but it's got to be bland, though, no sauce It's got to be bland, it. no sauce. No, no sauce pie, absolutely no. Um, but, yeah, that won't be... That won't be good, though, mate. Absolutely no. Sounds like one of your parties at uni, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Have you ranted enough on that, bat? On that post? I think so, yeah. You think so? Cool. Yeah. If uh, people will be sick and tired of it by now. <laughs> yeah, I think Dan did a little bit of ranty uh, on his Instagram stories as well. So, if you want to go follow that, um, please do pick up where you left off. It's only available for the next like I don't know three, four hours if you listen to this on the Wednesday. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super interesting. These people shouldn't have. They they always don't have a space in the industry at some point because they're the extremes that we can make podcasts and shows about. <laughs> um, yeah. well, so maybe about... I should be one of the idiots who follows them. Maybe I should start following yeah, them. Yeah, that's what you said, right? So I feel like. There, there was a there was a point where I did like follow a lot of people who I didn't like, and then I'm mm. like, ah, oh, but I, then they annoy me when I look at my phone, or <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I start, you go through an unfollowing phase. You ever do that mm. where you just, you'll sit there and be like, I'm gonna just flick through who I'm following, and then there'll be random stuff that comes up. And you're like, why am I following you? Like I have no idea, yeah. and then you just unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Very strange. Um, nice. You keep your follow list quite small, don't you? Yeah, I've started following a few more people now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might stop now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. I try and keep mine at about an even five hundred. Uh, I just find that, I, like I said, I just lose four nine eight. So the, there's two people who are looking for it. So, <laughs> but like I've I've started now. Like if 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 you're a listener of the show and you are active on Instagram, do just like send me a message or just say like you know, and I will follow. People. I am trying to interact more with people who do like follow a lot of what we do. Um, but it's hard to know who does or not because a lot of people I know listen to the show. They message me. And I've like never heard their name or seen their name on Instagram. They've never liked any of my stuff or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I listen to your show for ages. So if you do listen to the show and you're active, then follow. And I'll, I'll uh, make, well, obviously make sure you follow me, but let me know. <laughs> and, um, and I'll follow you back. Because it's always nice to interact with these people and know that, you know, that they're out there. Um, that, you know, it's not just um, our mums that listen. God, can you imagine that? They'd be, they'd be uh, fucking... I'm 100% my mum doesn't listen because... I was about to say, they'd be, let, they'd be she, let down by us. If anybody wants a laugh, uh, honestly, go through... I don't realise I don't post a lot. But any post I would put up, my mum will comment. Um, (laughs) And most of my stories, my mum will comment on my stories. So a lot of the ones are like, that's an affordable your toes, Tom. Um, I'm like, brilliant. Okay. If I'm doing cleans or lifts or anything like that. And uh, where where was one? Um, I I had my hat on backwards that I sometimes do if I'm wearing a like a baseball hat. And I haven't done my hair. I normally wear it backwards. Don't really wear it forwards. She goes, um, one of the comments was, don't put your hat backwards. You look like a thug. Thanks, yeah. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Um, Tom, to be fair, mate, you look the least thuggish I've ever known anyone to look. Thanks, man. You you don't look like a thug. <laughs> if I saw you walking down the street, I would not be in, in, the, in the slightest intimidated by you. I'm far too nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I've got the beard. I look like, yeah, that's about it. If you've got a beard... You um, instantly you everybody. If, if you had a cap on backwards, I just think skater boy. I wouldn't think skater boy is yeah. Also, <laughs> which I've noticed lately that um, I might as well be sponsored by Vans. Um, the amount of Vans things that I I put on and wear all the time is 
madness. Um, yeah. But their shoes are so comfy. Mm. Mm. Dan disagrees. Obviously. But never owned a pair, so I couldn't you tell not? you. Wow. Nope. Well, I'll buy you a pair of those. I'm not a skater boy, mate. Oh, yeah, they've got like their comfy fit ones. Like the trainery ones. That's what I wear. Not the like wow. flat, flat ones. But I did used to wear flat, flat, like my Vans. I bought them from New York, actually. They were, that's the way I wore my first powerlifting event. I wore these you big... wore Vans for your first powerlifting event? Yeah. That only, is for, only for deadlifting. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not for, not for my, what did I have? My Reds, my nice Innovates. Lovely. Ah, yeah, yeah, um, Innovates. I used to have a pair of those. They were really nice trainers, actually. Yeah, lovely, yeah. They were good. Innovates underrated. We there was a phase um, at our gym, wasn't there, that everybody had very very similar shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like was it Innovate? You had New Balances, all the Minimus ones. That was a big the thing, wasn't ones, it? Yeah. It was all Minimus, like flat. Uh, <laughs> who? Yeah, there was a few people that had toe shoes. Do, does anybody? Yeah. Does anybody still have like the the persistence of it? It's got to be like a flat shoe or all that kind of business. Is that like? Four or five years ago now, it's I think it was a bit. It was a bit of time ago. No, I think they still, like I said, they still see the like. I still see adverts for the old Vivo like barefoot trainers. Oh, they're, not, they're, 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 they're not. They're not. They're not barefoot. They're they not barefoot, are, are ghastly. They are awful. They're not the v, anything. I'm sorry, we're never going to get sponsored by Vivo, but I can't stand those shoes. They just look awful. Yeah, like we because obviously like, the minimalist ones I used to like because I think you know walking on the gym floor and training them they were nice. Um, yeah. But like you didn't, you never wore them because they were particularly like. I suppose good-looking trainers, like even the Innovates, they were all right, but they you just it was just different. We used to have like a black uniform, so any yeah, yeah. any sort of colour you used to get in your trainers, I like bright <laughs> you know, like that. Um, but like I used, I I detested the whole like barefoot. I never used to wear them because they were like supposed to be better for your feet. Like no, I just wore them because they, they were quite comfortable and they were just good to wear on the gym. Yeah, training them. It's not that they were barefoot because they're not barefoot, are they, mate? Barefoot. <laughs> barefoot trainers. Think Minimus. about it for a second. Barefoot, barefoot trainers. Think trainers. About it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, also, something got on my weight this week, um, and it's the return. I think it's coming back round, um, much like the the innovates or whatever. And Dan's bodybuilding just constantly doesn't go away. I think that functional training is coming back. The term functional training. I believe mm-hmm. we've made a show all about this anyway. Um, Dan, what do you? What's the term functional training mean to you? Um, functional training means I should be doing all my training on BOSU balls and with weights that resemble things that I use in everyday life. So like kettlebells, cause you know, you, you do carry things like kettlebells around all day with you. Um, and if you're not doing anything explosive or using your whole body, it's not functional, mate. <laughs> That's functional training, right? It's functional training. Yeah. So there's, there's stuff like functional space as well is also a term that I've uh, seen. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Space? <laughs> functional space. Functional what's that? Space. What's that? Just space. Like literally there's awards for best functional space in gyms. Wow. What a space that, <laughs> that, that just does what its job does, does what it like toilet toilet would be probably the if it flushes and makes that is possibly crap the go perfect, away the most functional, functional space, space <laughs> in yeah. the gym um, drain the one of the most functional things <laughs> really cute. yeah madness i i burst out laughing when i saw that i was like what what i don't know <laughs> the most, right. so i think the, the term i'm a thousand percent like people use this term every day and it really annoys me um if you use it in an interview 
you don't work for me. Um, 100%. I don't like it. Uh, I think it's just, uh, it's like, it's all that like buzzwordy stuff that you randomly say. Like, it's because uh, (laughs) we do uh, on our personal training level one course, and uh, I get some people to external queue, and I, I, don't allow them to say squeeze your glutes. I don't allow them to say brace your abs. I have to make them come up with like uh, random, I don't know, analogies for all these things. And I'm like, I don't want those words ever to be uttered in this these two days um, because it's boring. It's all gimmicky, and it's just like your client doesn't really know what that means, and I don't think you do. <laughs> ah. So, but it's it's one that it's just just turning into a rant about terminology about training. But functional training, I think it's coming back because I've noticed a few people using Bose balls again. Um, they seem to be frequenting one of our gyms. Um, oh, and the Swiss balls. Swiss balls are fine in certain contexts, like stir the pot, all that kind of crap. Um, it's like a little ab exercise, which is quite cool. But this is maybe sparked up by one lad that I keep seeing who is just standing on it. Standing on the Swiss ball, like mind, and I'm more concerned. I've like got <laughs> got health and safety hat on. He's doing it around all these like steps and like the wall right next to him. And oh, like, he deserves to fall over. And I'm like, like, really? Do you fall over? You're done. Like <laughs> it's like what is going on? And then like jumping on the Bosa ball, trying to land that kind of stuff. He'd never done it on the normal ground. I've never seen him do it on the normal ground. So I'm not too. I have no idea. Um, so the, the argument against the, the functional training is generally seen like mace bars swinging around, all this kind of stuff, um, all gimmicky, all kind of fought up overnight. Oh, imagine if I did this with that and like throwing a ball there and trying to catch it and then landing on my knee and it'd be great. Having multiple and kettlebells a big big thing for that. Um, but against like normal traditional weight training, so I think we come to the. There is stuff that is, let's say, let's say functional life that normal weight training isn't. So, and if you were going to do some training like parkour, like track and field, running, that kind of stuff, hopping over, like parkour in, in real life is like hopping over a fence, something like that, mm. yeah? Yeah. Say so jumping yeah, over the, a little gap. The best way to do functional training for parkour is to go jump over fences. Not <laughs> by the way, which is which is right. So I think like maybe the best like functional training I think people could do would be parkour, gymnastics, and maybe track and field. That's running, like it's like tumbling and stuff, like falling down well in like graceful manner and like strong. And yeah, parkour is exactly that as well. I think those are the most functional trainings you do. But then it's all the gimmicky stuff against the weight training that I can't stand. And if you're just saying that I'm a functional trainer or I like doing functional training and that's what I want to get good at, those three things, um, I'm going to say traditional big weightlifting things, push-pulls, yeah, all that kind of stuff, um, rather than these gimmicky things. I'm going to say that's going to get you three, four times as good at those three things, like real-life training, than the gimmicky crap. Just put it out there. Um, mm. If it looks gimmicky and looks stupid, it probably is. It definitely is. <laughs> like, I had this argument with someone the other day about like the whole like being strong slows you down or being too big slows you down. You know that whole thing. Oh, like, that's what get... I wanted to talk about. Yeah, you've just reminded me as well. I've, I'm writing in my notes now. Go. If down, you get too speak. big, like too much <laughs> muscle, you get like oh, I don't want to get slow. You won't get slow. Like ridiculous. Like muscle mass produces force, so therefore you will be quicker. Like yes, 
like the quickest people that you see like again we always do the standard thing you see on Instagram like, compare Usain Bolt to Mo Farah right okay yeah. I know that whole thing of like which training would you want to do to grow muscle mass but no, that's, that's <laughs> really crap but it's true in the sense that when you look at it you look at someone who's quick like that they're very very muscular whereas someone that runs long distances isn't as muscular because again the way that those muscle fibers work they don't need to be as hypertrophied but some of the quickest people in the world are fucking huge and strong and powerful. The reason for that is that they have a lot of muscle mass. That translates into force and power. And that whole argument, it really frustrates me because I never, I've never trained for speed in my life. I've never done sprint training, never done anything. But I'm quicker now than I've ever been in my life. And I'm older. I'm like, I shouldn't be quick. I, I would have been quicker probably when I was 20-odd. I should have been. But I'm quicker now than I've ever been because I'm strongest that I've ever been. Like I've got more muscle mass than I've ever had because, again, because of age and all that sort of stuff. People don't understand that. Like, they still, there's still this huge misconception of, oh, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too bulky in case I slow down. It's like, oh my fucking god, does my head in? It's like, you're not an SNC coach, so you can't, like, you can't comment. Like, you, you'd do well to just get bigger. Like, that would make you quicker. Even if you did no, no sprint training, you had no speed training, mm. you had no power training, you just did strength training. And I'm going to even throw this out there. Even if you just did more hypertrophy training, like eight to twelve reps, forget the like five reps and lower. If you just did that, you would get quicker in your sport, in whatever sport it was. You'd get you'd jump higher, be more powerful because of more muscle mass. Like the force created is to do with the amount of power you can exert and the amount of muscle mass you have that you can recruit to to produce that power. Yeah. So then, yeah, that relays relays into something we talked about last week about overall muscle mass being tapped into your central nervous system so you're enabled to balance better which is you're enabled to so if if somebody who didn't have as much muscle mass they're not able to put as much force maybe so if you're saying speed and jumping and stuff right so this person's got more muscle mass they're probably a little bit stronger they're enabling themselves to put more force through that very small contact point so if you think about the contact point of a sprinter, they're running on the, probably on the balls of their feet, but they're unable to put a tremendous amount of force through that foot into the ground, which is going to propel them a little bit faster, right? If we think mechanically or physically. Um, whereas somebody who maybe is a little bit more unstable, where's that force going to go? It's not going to go directly into the ground and you're not going to get direct ground reaction force. It's going to be wasted in certain other bits yeah. and your foot's going to basically bound it off laterally and it's going to go off that way. If we, yeah, Say so you're looking at that from a physics kind of angle, right? So that's how, yeah, relaying that more muscle mass is going to be probably good for you. Um, yeah, which is annoying, right? So that's, they're like, oh, they're just going to get bigger. No, it's just, yeah, great, cool. They're going to get bigger. They're going to get bigger, stronger, whatever they're doing. And possibly if they're doing a contact sport, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> they're able to hold their ground a little bit better. Um, but it was what you just said, um, like, so I'm Revive Stronger, right, with Steve Hall. Um, and we're, I'm sure we're both in probably his group. Um, there was something they were talking about, which I, I should have weighed in, honestly, but not, I'm sure not everybody in that group knows what I do or who I am. Um, so I'm, I'm going to probably say no one does, Tom. <laughs> Steve was on our show ages ago. Um, didn't like you, unless you were going to, you were going to see him next week, didn't you? Um, yeah. Week after. Say hi. He's got a great surname. Um, but we talked about like flexible training in one of like, episode 30, 40, something like that. Ages ago. I was away that week. Long, long time away. Um, probably invite him back on. Uh, he's again gone to bigger, better things um, than, than us. Um, 
nice chat. But they were talking about warming up for main sets. Obviously, Revive Stronger and all those guys are bodybuilders and powerlifters. Um, and that's their thing, right? So I tend to look at... Obviously, I'm a little bit more biomechanics and S&C based. So I'm going to look at this from a slightly different angle. Maybe better. I'm going to say better. Um, than what they're saying about their warm-up sets. So if... And I'm going to feel like Dan should agree with me, even though I'm sure he doesn't do it. He'll agree with the principle of it. And with the talk about like potentiating a tendon for power and main lifts and potentiating the muscle group a little bit better. So even what Steve doing was a basic thing, really absolutely fine. I can't remember. I, I did save it, but it was like warming up for his main lifts, how he would do like a, a 20%, a like a 45%, a 60%, and then like another couple of like potent, like I don't know, strong lifts, and then he goes into his main lift, kind of gradually warming up, absolutely fine for powerlifting, cool, going through that. Obviously, he didn't elicit like how what intensities those were, apart from the weight, he didn't really say what intensity, like if he was like going for a speed lift or a hard lift or anything like that. And there was a lot of people like chiming in. So what we're really covering is how to warm up for your main lifts or your main sets kind of thing, if you're doing like four or five sets. And there's a lot of people chiming in just saying, yeah, I just do like 50%, then 70% of it, then I go straight in. Or there's some people who just do half it and then go straight in or just go straight in. And there's no thought to maybe doing any kind of high impact velocity stuff or energy kind of, I don't know, force production. In any of those, in any of those scenarios, um, which I, I guess it comes from an SNC mechanical background that we talk about ground reaction time and being able to put that force through the floor a little bit better. So whether it be high explosive jumps or high explosive uh, lifts before doing a deadlift, for example, broad jumps, or making that lift be as tensionless and as powerful as possible with just a barbell, or just doing very like boundy pogos just before it so we're trying to put a load of energy through your tendon or any of the mechanisms that are being used it's all about this this cool word for central nervous system potentiation it's amazing mm. but do you want my honest opinion as to why i think people, many people do it uh time and don't know uh yeah i think there's a bit of that i actually i actually think <laughs> look stupid i think that's more like it <laughs> like no genuinely like i think people are so bothered about how they look in the gym and like I think if you're a top level powerlifter, you don't you wouldn't give a fuck, you just do that sort of stuff. And maybe they just need Thanks, to be educated. Mate. I just do it all the time, so maybe I'm they, a moron. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe they need to be educated and things like that. But I genuinely believe that there is a certainly a lack of knowledge about what exactly to do with that sort of thing. Like again, I wouldn't program that for any of my clients because I wouldn't trust them to do it properly. So I, I probably only so do it for my one to ones. I so do it for the, one yeah. or two onlines because they so know exactly what the, I want to that's, happen. That's the thing I think that one of the things. But I genuinely believe space in the gym, time of day you train, and looking stupid when you're doing it is the, <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the reason. No, genuinely, like it's well, got to be the looking stupid, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's why people wouldn't wouldn't do it, and maybe that's why it's been boo booed a little bit and not out there in the mainstream because it's like, well, who wants to do fucking those sort of jumps before they, you know they're going to look they would you would look a little bit like obscure doing it because people like people haven't seen it before. Yeah. Um, I think you can't discount that, genuinely. So there's a couple of the basic ones are like counter movement jumps. All my clients will do some sort of drop jump, like quick reaction, push, stamp into the ground to get them buzzy. Like you 
immediately if you start stamping at something you're like shit I'm on like everything's on so that's what I make them do no matter what session they're doing and I'm like alright cool you can do that with anything imagine you're punching something you're going to be like braced on you start doing these like these pulse things and you like golfers and stuff like that do pulse movements so they start the movement relax and then pulse it up again so they go contract relax contract all this kind of rubbish um, obviously it's, yeah you probably look dumb um, doing and it and a lot of them are true athletes to be <laughs> they are true athletes yeah. Um, but yeah it's interesting I do there's one like a little so the depth jump with the little drop off the box jumps um, drop off a box not jumping onto a box um, all the pogos all those kind of little floaty bound things that yeah I like doing before squatting or deadlifting just a lower body potentiate to be honest um, get from you just like looking cool mate don't you so cool so cool yeah <laughs> I look awful when I do them <laughs> I, I and 100% yeah I do get a lot of looks um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and I think I think that's I, like I said, I don't think many people admit it, but I would hazard a guess that that is one reason why people don't do that, so, or even look into it, or think of it as something to you know as a way Screw of doing it. I, I do a little post on like three different ways to potentiate for squats, deadlifts. That's about it. That's all it needs. If you really yeah, want to, that nice might, online post that might might not look as stupid. <laughs> Stupidity Probably factor is going to be the rating system, and yeah, yeah I'll do those. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll make you do them, though, mate. You probably do. You probably perform them a little better than me. So, so, so if, quick I, mate, if I if I if I do those pogo jumps, mate, my hair's gonna go all over. The place, so <laughs> I, I just look silly. Those flowing locks, absolutely. My wig, my wig will jump off. <laughs> right, um, I've got one more thing I wanted to ask you, Dan. Because um, no, I don't know what Game of Thrones is. And I don't. <laughs> I'm watching it. Um, no, is your mouth alright? Yeah, is was it still sore? My mouth is all right, mate. Yeah, oh, didn't good. didn't get sore at all from all the plastic the you weekend. had. You put all the plastic in it, and it felt fine. We both had a lot of plastic in our mouths over the weekend, and yeah. I, my my top of my gums are a little bit sore. Um, but yeah. I'm clean. I am clean. I've You're got clean. nothing. I've got yeah. no diseases. I think my light inside is a little bit too pronounced, so I think I've got there. Yeah, bit weird. All right. Um, so the marathon was on the weekend. So all I all I, I do you want to talk about any recovery protocols that people should be doing? Give a two. Ten, sec- ten, ten second answer. Go. Eat loads of cereal. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> carb I up, said, basically. We said this, I said this. Me and Mike were in the car today talking about marathon. He said to someone else, someone he knew did the marathon. And it was funny because I was sat there going, I'd rather pay a charity a thousand pounds than run the marathon and get money off people to do it. Like, yeah, I'd, just, I'd just pay a thousand pounds. I just wouldn't do it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I know it's for a great, people do it for a great cause. I'd rather just donate that money myself and not have to do see, the, see, the one, training. One of my clients was like, nah, wait until you're like 40, 50. And he, I was like, I don't know. I don't think I'll so. I'll still be in the gym squatting, mate. I'm <laughs> he was like, that's what that. I said. I said I'd never do it, but I did it. And I was like, but he also did it in like three hours thirty, and I was like, "No way, I'm doing that." Um, no, <laughs> so no way you're doing effort. No way you're doing it now. You're training with me, anyway. Um, <laughs> but you got a hundred kilo bench, so yeah, great. <laughs> uh, hats off to anyone who can do it. To be fair, I just like I said, I just don't yeah. have the mental fortitude. So off the back of our episode last week, I, we asked what was the worst diet. So I thought, as aside from marathon, what are the what are the worst things to train for? Iron Man, hundred <laughs> percent, just longer, hundred percent, because that's a marathon and then a ridiculous amount of swimming and biking as well. Um, I think you're, you're sticking down the endurance route, right? 
hundred percent, like hundred yeah. um, percent. Having, I, I do think um, bodybuilding is different. So I've written bodybuilding as one of yeah, the ones that it's, it's I don't diff- think a bodybuilding show in particular and prep. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I've never done that. I've been lean, but I, there's no way I've been anything like that. Um, and I've never gone to the extreme of like long distance stuff. So I don't really know. I'm just looking from the outside in i think with all of these with all of these endeavors though i am a firm believer that it is no way it's in no way shape or form the physical pain it's, it's not that it's, it's pain, yeah. all in your head like even marathon running to a degree it's just like people talk about it's in your head it's you, you've done the you've done the miles you've done all that but you get to a point where it's just about how much you want it and i mean that guy we talked about earlier probably have loads of clients who could do it really. <laughs> like there, but there is an element to it where it is just about you know about a mindset and about a mentality towards it like bodybuilding is the same you get to a certain point this is the point i made it before about that guy is like you get to a certain point you can get lean you can look great but to go to a bodybuilding stage you have to go to a place where it is a bit minging and yeah you might have to you know forego social events for a few weeks and stuff like that like that's what we're talking about i'm sorry you just said the word minging i've not heard that for a while <laughs> minging, yeah minging. that's a great word that's um, being that's coming out of the closet that i mean yeah. i'm using that for a while <laughs> um and, and like it is it is kind of like mental pain it's not physical i don't think half the time with those sorts of endeavors yeah. um but mate, i mean i 100 percent iron man 100 percent like horrific iron man i think yeah like if i had to pick one that's one i wouldn't ever want to do ross edgley swim Probably yeah ross yeah edgley. ross edgley swim that looked horrific. <laughs> that looked awful dan going is he not done yet but again, like, so that game, <laughs> I know I'm sorry to harp on about the point, but going back to the first point made about Chris Geffen and stuff, right? Jeez, you only let go like, now, are you? I know, but like, but Ross Edgley, right, is someone who's done something that requires that level of dedication, but he would never talk about it that way. No. He wouldn't He wouldn't put himself on that pedestal and be like, no one sees you. He'd just be like, well, yeah, I wanted to do it, so I just did yeah, it. Like, I did I had it. To, and then he'd probably try, post, right? like, you guys can probably do a similar thing if you want to do. Any, any goal's probably achievable. Like, look at this. And it, yeah, I just, <laughs> it, and that, that, yeah, I just made me think about him then. But um, yeah, that that was sounds terrific. That's not really a sport, is it? That was just an endeavour. I think you know, yeah. like bodybuilding and, and, and Ironman are actual things people do. Yeah, strangely, <laughs> all at once as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be horrific. I feel like the training for obviously football, no rugby, no all those all kind of team sports, no they're not there's like talent involved in that. Just, Whereas, yeah. like I think with marathon running and stuff like that, I mean obviously there's a genetic Certain element, genetic talent, but it's not really it's not mechanics. that's not is it talent? It's not skillful talent. I think that's just good genetics and then the ability to train very very hard. Yeah, it's obviously, not, but, obviously but, you learn how to run. Maybe you gotta learn how to swim. Yeah, no swimming. I think people have to learn how to do, but running. Yeah. I don't think you learn to run. You just run. Like Paula Radcliffe proved that, right? Run, yeah. Poor running technique, but great runner. Like the head um, thing. Yeah. Whether genetically she was just built to run and all that sort of stuff. Um, I don't want to discount runners. I don't want to say they're talentless. That's not what I'm saying. No. I just don't think it's like the same. That's why I don't think you can include football and rugby and stuff because there's an element of talent and skill involved. Um, so I think what else there is that's quite tough, like Olympic events and things. I mean, strongman, but I feel like they enjoy that to too a, much. You get to eat a lot of food with that. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking with Iron Man as the worst, 100% the worst. I think, yeah, any kind of mega Iron Man, anything like that, is has got to be absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, I think somewhere, something like, I don't know what the training's like for it, but I'd imagine doing it would be like, I don't know, some intense rock climbing. That wouldn't be great. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is, looks... Element of death involved death. as well. <laughs> like that's that's looks and sounds and is probably quite awful um and the yeah falling off 
like trying to grab on with like fingernails and all that business, getting cramped there. Not cool. Um, that'd be quite tough. But yeah, if you got if you guys got another idea, when you repost this, yeah, share it, mate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any other business? No other business, I don't think. No other business. No, I don't think there's anything else either. Um, we got next week will be show for Buddy Power. Um, obviously, let us know if you are at Buddy Power. Dan is there on the Friday. Friday. Um, I am there on the Friday and the Saturday. Um, if anybody wants to say hello, then more than welcome. You'll probably be in your B and B kit, won't you? Hundred um, percent. I might I, have to get my I might have to get my push products t shirt under my biceps and hoodie so I can just <laughs> whip it out depending on who's there. Um, I'm contractually obliged to wear my third space stuff. Oh, that's, that's who oh, I'm uh, <laughs> representing. Um, yeah, that's who's paying for me to be there. So um, I'm contractually obliged to be there with absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> that's right. He's Dan's gonna come chill with us. No, looks like he's got yeah, probably. I'm going to be coming to you for a free car parking pass. <laughs> like, Tom, can you get me a free car parking pass, please, mate? All right, what? No, genuinely, you you will probably have one, and you've obviously not driven. You're you've got the hotel and everything there, so you'll yeah, we'll be, I don't know what we, yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, you, if you get a little speaker tag, you get a free car parking pass, and you can give it to me. Perfect. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm driving, right? No, I know, but you'll be driving to like the hotel or something like that, and you'll get like you'll you'll, you'll be able to wangle a free one. Trust me. <laughs> Extra free one. Okay, wonderful. Uh, so point, yeah. We'll see. Or if uh, you're driving someone else, like they'll get one or whatever. They'll get one. Yeah, we got like four in the car. I'm sure. Are you chauffeuring? You must be driving Josh, surely. Oh, oh of course. Yeah, Josh didn't get yeah. my mini, uh, my mini S. Yeah. And, Josh has uh, got like a brand new Range Rover. Brand new Range Rover, but he decided to slum it with me. Um, my car is quick off the ground, off the off the start, mate. <laughs> Not with four people in it. Won't it? <laughs> Definitely won't be. Yeah, it'll be like, <laughs> be awful. All right. Um, yeah, there's nothing else from me. So we will catch you. Next week. Yeah, that.